relationship with love Self Love Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels Self Love Saturday, uplift with love Self Love Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels Welcome to the Health is Love podcast. We are doing this series called Self Love Saturday. So I want to welcome you to Self Love Saturday, where loving ourselves is an act of rebellion. How are you all doing out there? So today we have a special guest, Morgan Owens, who is the owner of Curvy Cardio. So Morgan, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about you know, what you do, I said that you're owner of Curvy Cardio, but you do so many things. So let everybody know what kind of things you do. Yeah. So Curvy Cardio, of course, is my first business that turned 10 this year. It's a fitness company that helps empower women and young girls to love themselves through the inside out through fitness. And then I have the Morgan A. Owens brand. So under there is Professional Pretty, which is my trademark. So if I do a webinar, workshop, a big, I do a big conference every year um, to help empower minority women in corporate and entrepreneurship. And then I have my blog, Professional Pretty, which is beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. Um, it can be seen in the Cincinnati Herald, but also weekly on Fox 19. And then I also run the beauty section, Herald Beauty, for the Cincinnati Herald Black-owned newspaper. So I've been doing that for a little bit over a year, but I'm also yes. an influencer. I'm also an author of Finding My Sparkle, which I turn into workshops for young girls. So I'm in a couple Cincinnati public schools. Um, I think that's really all that I do. That <laughs> I know. I was like, right you can now. tell everybody. I'm like, you can remember it more than I can. That's a lot of things. So thank you for okay. doing all of that. It's really yeah. great. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of what you do, though, is just working with women and trying to empower them. So starting from the young women to women in business, because we need a lot of help. And then also with Curvy Cardio, trying to empower women to just embrace their bodies and exercise just from a health standpoint um, and not necessarily from... Obviously, you know, a lot of people are motivated by wanting to, wanting to look a certain way, um, but the message of Curvy Cardio is okay, but the most important thing is just really to feel well and to be functional. Um, so just tell us, a little, tell me a little bit about like how you got involved with Curvy Cardio and why you wanted to start that journey. Yeah, so I've struggled with weight all my life, like most women, um, you know, Back then, you know, over 10 years ago, we didn't see a lot of black women working out because either one, we were too busy taking care of everybody else, two, mm -hmm. we didn't prioritize self-care and, and health, or three, we just didn't want to sweat our edges out because <laughs> yeah. natural hair wasn't the uh, go-to back then. Everyone was, you know, fried, died, laid to the side. Right. <laughs> um, and so, or just didn't even know like the education around taking care of yourself. That wasn't really popular over 10 years ago. So, um, you know, I dealt with some self-esteem issues and worked through that. And then um, one of my friends was getting married. So one of her friends gifted her a Zumba session for her wedding. And I really fell in love with uh, Zumba. And I said, you know what? I could do this. 
So I went and got certified as a Zumba Zumba instructor because Zumba was like the hottest thing um, (laughs) at that time. Right. And um, and I think it really catered more to the minority community because it had rhythm, it had dance moves, you know, and and people love shaking their butt. So that was (laughs) so that really attracted, um, you know, our population. So I did that for about two years. And then um, I really saw that there was just a need for something more, um, a little less choreography and a little bit less intimidating if people didn't you know, like all those dance moves. Um, and so Curvy Cardio was formed. Yeah. Yeah, so, cause that's the thing about um, Zumba. I've done a few Zumba classes. It was, um, it is, it is kind of like, it can be hard sometimes to, it's really fast paced. So sometimes it can be hard to pick up all those moves. So I really love what you've done with Curvy Cardio, which is kind of more make it more like fun and not so much pressure to, yes. you know, like do the moves, just like, just move, really. <laughs> you know, like the most important thing is just move yes. and just keep showing up and you'll get it because a lot of the things are just like a lot easier to learn. Um, and I really love Curvy Cardio. So thank you for starting and having the vision to understand that there was a need to have something that was kind of fun, but also not as hard to pick up the the steps. Um, So let's talk about just exercises coping. I know that you love working out and I love working out. Everybody knows that about me. I started working out. I'm trying to think. I started working out hardcore when I was probably about 20, 21. And it's kind of a funny story because my my um, older sister, who's seven years older than me, she's like, you know, my sister, mom, my sister, Kay. Um, and I was in college and I lived like literally like a couple blocks from, you know, I, live, I went to Ohio State. So there was always like a gym um, that was close by because they had a gym on each like each side of campus. It's a huge school. So we had like all the gyms, you know. <laughs> But I would never go like I was just like, I don't like going to the gym. Um, And I was like, I got to figure something out because, you know, I know I'm supposed to be healthy. I'm on my way to medical school kind of situation. And my sister had like three children at the time and she was working. She was a breadwinner. Um, and she was, I feel like she was also in school because she's always been in school forever. She's, she's kind of like me in that way where we like to continuously learn. And she started working out the why and just taking time for herself. And I was like, if she can do all of that <laughs> and still work out, like I could figure out a time and I could stop making excuses. Cause I felt like in college, I just made a lot of excuses. Like there was plenty of time to exercise in college, but I just hadn't really found a lot of things that I enjoyed doing. So I started doing um, like workouts on TV in my living room. And um, that's kind of how I got involved in fitness in my in my early 20s. And so by the time I met you, I feel like I was maybe like maybe like 10 years, <laughs> 10 years after that. Yeah. Um, so it's been really great to just see what you've done with Curvy Cardio and be a part of it. So let's talk about like in the pandemic. So I know that um, I'm on your podcast all the time for Hero Beauty. And one of the things that we talked about um, was just, you know, this idea of constructive coping that that I talk about with um, Health is Love. And so for me, one of the biggest things was during a pandemic, a lot of people turned to alcohol to cope with, you know, being locked in the house and the anxiety of this pandemic and what's going to happen. Um, but I turned to exercise like I generally do that's one of my favorite coping mechanisms and curvy cardio really helped me at that time because we went virtual and we were just encouraging everybody to 
you know, stay active, even though all the gyms were closed and that sort of thing. So just tell me about like what that experience meant for you. Yeah. So um, I had actually stopped doing curvy cardio pre-pandemic because I was on a national book tour. Um, So like the future of curvy cardio was kind of up in the air. So when everything shut down, you know, a lot of my clients reached out to me and said, well, uh, you're not on the book tour, everything's closed. So let's get, you know, curvy cardio virtually popping. So I was like, okay. So, um, you know, we did that three days a week and offered it free on Sundays because, you know, it's very important that, like you said, everybody was at home. Everybody wasn't, you know, moving as much. Everybody was just eating and, and shopping online. And so, you know, I felt the need that we definitely needed to have an option where people could work out at home and, and stay active. And, you know, Christ Hospital reached out to me, um, you know, as a partner to do that. So I'm very thankful for them um, for that. But, yes. but yeah, so, um, you know, and I may, you know, I said to myself, like Morgan, like you have been, you know, so busy lately and you haven't really been focusing a lot on your your health and weight loss journey. And now you're home with nothing to do. So there's no excuses to why you can't get back into shape. So that was kind of, you know, my motivation. Like I had all the time in the world um, (laughs) to work out and take care of my body. And so I'm like, I'm not coming out of this pandemic heavier (laughs) or, or, you know, less healthier. So I wanted to emerge from the pandemic as my best self. So I could, you know, because that affects everything that you do from, you know, personal life to entrepreneurship to business. If you're working a corporate job, you need that energy. So, so that's how I focused my thoughts. And it was kind of like a restart, which I needed on my life and my health. So, um, so for me, it, it was, it was a great experience besides everything else going on. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with that. I mean, that's one of the things that we try to talk to our patients about of like, because of the, you know, the COVID weight is real. Like a lot of people did go gain weight during COVID, which impacts your health so much more than a lot of people really realize. But a lot of people do realize that, you know, being a, having extra excess weight, that's definitely does affect your, um, mostly more than anything, your joints. It affects your, your, your back, your knees. Um, it definitely can affect, you know, your blood pressure and your, sugar numbers, depending on what you're eating, if you're eating a lot of salt, or if you're eating a lot of sugar, um, then that definitely can have an impact or carbs or, you know, just a lot of sweet and beverage. So it's, it's one of those things that you kind of like, you kind of tread lightly with the weight and the, and the health, um, because sometimes people are overweight, and they don't have high blood pressure or diabetes. So um, I know that it's not completely correlated with it. um, But it just depends on what it is that you're eating. Like if uh, you know, people are like, I've been eating whole cakes, you know, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if you're eating whole cakes, then your sugar is probably going to be high. But so it just depends on the person. People binge on different things and it definitely does reflect um, in their numbers as I see as a family doctor. So, um, so one of the biggest things for me, you know, during that time too, was just like mindset. And so, you know, that's another big thing that Health is Love is about, is about that mind and body connection. And so I know that that's generally one of the things that you do when you end your curvy cardio sessions. So tell me just a little bit about how you've worked on your mindset over the years and why you feel that it's important to end curvy cardio, just with some breathing and with um, just trying to have some focus after the workout. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of every workout, you know, we do three deep breaths just to refocus, recenter ourselves, um, calm the, calm the body down, get your mind right. 
Um, cause working out is, it's not only the body, but just getting your mind clear and, and ready to take on the rest of the day or the rest of the week. Um, so that's always been, um, my focus with that. Um, it's very important to teach, you know, my clients that come to my class that it's a whole body, mind, body, and soul experience, not just physically. Um, so I've definitely incorporated that more into the curvy cardio, um, workout over the years. Yeah. So tell me, and so that's really great. I'm glad that you emphasize that because what I do all day with my patients is that if you, if your mind is not in the game to manage your health, then it's really hard to even move the conversation beyond that. And so I spend a lot of time, we, we call it motivational interviewing, um, where you're trying to motivate people to be ready to change their health. But a lot of times people are depressed, anxious. And so I generally will have to start from that piece of trying to help people manage their depression and anxiety before we can really get to their physical health. Um, because, you know, a lot of people stress eat or they just feel overwhelmed. And so they just sit around all day. And so for me, I have to kind of have to kind of start from that place of is your mind um, ready for us to really make these changes and work on your physical health? So I just want to talk about, um, you know, one of the ways that I met you was I was going to help you with an event. So I was working for UC Health at the time and um, they introduced they introduced us, which was great because <laughs> we've been friends like really like best friends for so that was in 2016. So it was really awesome that they introduced us. And it was and that's just how a lot of people know you just from different events. So I want to talk to you about just like you know, it's one thing to have a fitness class, but it's a whole other thing to have these events that you have. So just tell me about like why you feel it's important to have the, um, the you know, curvy cardio events and to do the education sessions that you do and to just have the conversations that you do. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, for me, it's about the 360 lifestyle for, for Black women um, in general. So, um, you know, all principles, all um, pillars of your life should be, should be catered to, should be advanced, um, you know, back to that mind, body, soul. So even with Curvy Cardio doing events, you know, getting partners like Health is Love, like um, um, Lord Kiera with her juice company, um, yeah. you know, like Black Women's Health Movement, um, you know, all in Cincinnati, Quick Culture, you know, having those type of partners on board to help amplify the messaging that, you know, black women, we got to get our shit together. <laughs> we got to, we got to get our health together. We got to, we got to get, um, you know, all facets of our life together um, because it's not just, you know, one shoe on, you know, both shoes got to be on um, for life. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, so that's really important that the work that you do as far as like just helping remind people, because I feel like it's easy to just forget and that's what I, this is what I tell my patients. I said, you got to fight to live every day. Every day you got to fight to stay alive because it's easy to kind of just slip into those habits of, I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to survive. So there's survival, but then there is, there's thriving, but there's also just having an understanding that you got to work and earn everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Just like you got to earn your paychecks and those, you know, and those checks, um, you got to earn your health. And so, you know, just helping people really understand that and just trying to make it fun. And I think that's why a lot of people. So the way we met is through Black Girls Run. 
So UC Health knew that I was doing Black Girls Run and they were like, oh, you should meet Morgan. She's also doing health um, and fitness. And so, you know, a lot of times people were like, oh, I used to be a part of Black Girls Run, but I don't like running anymore. And so I've moved on to other things, which is great. And so I often just tell people to experiment with different things. Like I actually love running. So I still do run. I haven't been running lately, but I've been walking instead. But I just love being outside more than anything. Um, but I also love dancing, which is why I love Kirby cardio. So I tell people to just experiment and find something that you like, because a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, I tried that. That was fun for a little bit. Now I'm going to hang out on the couch now. <laughs> just, like, yeah. just like, just like you, you know what I mean? You can do that, but it's just going to impact your health in more ways than people really realize. And so that's kind of like, why well, I tell people they need to go see their doctor on a regular basis, because I'm like, we're there to give you feedback, you know, like we're there to give you feedback on how that's working out for you, you know, (laughs) and and really just to encourage and motivate you. Like we want to, like I tell people, I really want to see everybody live long, healthy lives because I specialize in taking care of older adults. So I want all my patients in their thirties, forties, fifties to make it to their nineties and one hundreds and be functional, you know? Yeah. And, And the way you do that is you have to, you have to earn it. And for me, I get, get to be inspired by having patients who have done it. You know I mean? That's my inspiration every day of seeing people who are staying active um, and just and living well and functional in their 70s and 80s. And I wish a lot of people had that inspiration. Some people have it in their family. So I know for you, you have it in your family with your parents. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, that kind of inspiration from your parents. Yeah. So my mom, um, started working out rigorously when her older sisters passed away. So just, Mm. you know, um, so that really sparked her to start, you know, working out with a trainer, you know, starting to eat right. And I was in college when that happened. So um, she really motivated me to start like working out with her and the trainer starting to, you know, to get that, you know, healthy mindset together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, my dad, we're we're still working on him. Um, (laughs) he's a physician. So, you know, my dad likes to walk. Um, he likes to swim. So, you know, trying to just, you know, get him more active and, you know, really teaching him about self-care because, you know, he's been, you know, he's now retired, but he's always worked, 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 took care of the family. And I'm like, well, what do you do for self-care dad? Right. Um, and he doesn't really do anything. Like he says he likes to fish, but I'm like, well, you haven't gone fishing. So, you know, trying, I think he's learning now, you know, in his, his later years, what self-care looks like to him. Right. Um, so that's important as well, but also learning to say no to things, uh, mm-hmm. learning to, you know, stay home, you know, like big events will happen. And sometimes my dad would just be like, I'm too tired. Like I'm going to stay home and just not feeling bad about it, you know, learning to say no and, and ha- letting, letting, you know, people know that they should understand, you know, sometimes we can't do everything, you know, like I, I'm busy constantly and some things I have to say no to because I'm just so tired. Like I, right. you know, people have to know personally, don't take it personal. I just, my body cannot keep pushing myself to keep doing these things, um, even though I would love to go. So, you know, some people have to understand that. So, you know, when people can't make it to my events, I understand life happens, right. <laughs> um, yeah. people are busy and not to take it personally and there'll be plenty more, but you know, sometimes you just got to sit, sit on down and right. uh, on out. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And that's one of the things that that's what like being a physician is hard because we 
are somewhat like workaholics. And we, at some point we have to learn like how to, how to balance that work-life balance. It's what a lot of our young medical students talk about now, but as older physicians, it's just the way our profession has been. I wouldn't call myself an older, older physician, but I was taught by the older physicians, you know? <laughs> So it's just one of those things of like our culture is so crazy. Like we tell people all the time to take care of themselves, but as a culture, we are the worst at taking care of ourselves. So I think with the millennials, like we're really kind of being a force in our career of telling everybody around us, like this is not sustainable and we're all going to be burned out. So we really have to work on changing the culture of being a physician. Like how can we tell all of our patients to take care of themselves and not take care of ourselves? And so that's what I knew in my 20s, like, how am I going to go and become a physician if I'm not taking care of myself? And so I started that journey right before I started medical school, and I've been on the same journey. But it's just, it's kind of funny that you also said that you were inspired by your own family. And that's one of the biggest things I talk to my patients about is like the culture, like you, you were raised, because people will say like, oh, diabetes runs in my family or high blood pressure runs in my family. And it's just like, no unhealthy habits running your family you know it's like you have to learn how to unlearn some of those sedentary you know sitting around too much habits that our families teach us or um some of that unhealthy eating that our family teaches us or even just you know so for me that was really important because i have a family history of diabetes and high blood pressure and i saw what my parents were eating and i said and i saw even what i was eating at a young age and said i I can't eat these things if I want to not have diabetes. If I, my father had like one of his toes amputated while I was in medical school. So, you know, like, it's just for me, like some of it is a little bit of like post-traumatic growth, they call it like learning from different traumas that you see in your family, like your mom trying to take the tragedy of losing siblings and turn it into working on her health. And that's kind of what it's been for me as well. Um, but I also just like for people, a lot of people have those tragedies in their families and they they really just kind of like still go on with it, like nothing happened. And it's just like you, we can learn from we can learn from these different things that happen in our families and try to turn it around so that we can be functional, you know, living people because our. So I see so many grandparents involved in the lives of their grandchildren, great grandchildren. And it's just really important for us, for people to, to be there, to be, you know, to be able to live longer so they can stay there for their families. Well, Morgan, before we go, tell us more about Curvy Cardio, where we can find you, what you're working on late, um, you know, right now and how people can get involved. Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Curvy Cardio. That's with a C. Um, if you click um, the Curvy Cardio link in the Instagram, you can sign up for free this year. You can also go to my website, morganaowens.com and click the Curvy Cardio tab to sign up. Um, so I offer, I'll be offering some online workouts, um, but also I still have two in-person pop-ups for June and July. Um, but y'all got to make sure you show up if you want to continue having in-person events. Cause I was only supposed to have one in-person kickoff class <laughs> here. Um, so make sure that you sign up and come to class. Yes. Yes. It's always a good time. Um, really appreciate you for continuing curvy cardio for 10 years. Cause it's been, it's been a lot of fun and it's been a lot of, you know, health 
and conversations and education. So I really appreciate that you've carried the torch this far and I hope that we can keep carrying the torch. So I guess I didn't say that I now do, I'm sorry, (laughs) let me back up. So I guess I didn't mention this whole time that I also teach for Kirby Cardio. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of Kirby Cardio, partnering with Health is Love. It's been uh, an amazing partnership and I hope to continue forward with Kirby Cardio and with our friendship. Thank you for being a great friend as well. Love you so much. (laughs) Well, that is our time. We want to wish everyone a great self-love Saturday. And I want you to always remember that loving yourself is an act of rebellion. Self-love Saturday, help live with love. Self-love Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels. Self-love Saturday, help live with love. Self-love Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels.